T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Hello again. This is Pasquale Majori here at News Radio 930 WBEN. We are continuing live and local talk, hearing your stories, hearing your experiences about the Buffalo Blizzard 2022. This is my last hour with you. At 10 o'clock, we will go back to quote-unquote normal programming, but we'll be back live with you tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. with a new morning. And we will continue the live and local talk after that with our talk show hosts. I do believe normal schedule aside from the Tom Bowerly show, I do believe that Joe Beamer is in for Tom Bowerly as Tom Bowerly is taking a much-needed break around the holiday season. He deserves every day off he gets and we are here talking to you on News Radio 930 WBEN. As I mentioned before we went to break, I have severely neglected the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board because we've had so many calls pouring in. So, what we're going to do in the last hour here is I'm going to catch up on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. I am going to go over some basic information, some basic news, some stuff you need to know about, and then I'm going to get you, I'm going to get your call back on air here, and I want to hear everything about your experience with the blizzard. I am going to throw something out that I do want to discuss. Might not be the right time to do it, but I'm not sure when I'll be on the air again, so I want to do it and just just get it out there. But let's go to the text board here. These texts, I apologize are from two hours ago. Here's a person from Grand Island. Things on the south are good. Never lost power. Our tops was open. Great to hear from Grand Island. Thanks so much for texting in. Uh, My power went out in Colden more than an hour ago. Why? That's a great question. 1,213 customers affected. Someone said this was a planned outage by NYSEG. I probably shouldn't have read that. Sorry about that. Um, person enjoying the show. Power is back on for Mariner Street. Yes, good for the people on Mariner Street. I'm very happy to hear that. Do 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 do. Um, what are you supposed to do other than pick up a shovel and Kate go care of? I'm six years old and shovel the hundred foot driveway, double wide with a six foot pile, like he says in the end of the driveway, and I did it. It took me ten hours. Wow, that is a heck of a range shoveling snow especially for a 60 year old good work fine sir will the neighbors in the 
area. Check on the Getzville people. Yes, we'll send that out to them. Hi, John. Long time no talk. I will get in touch with you. Um, the Grinch storm, they're calling it. Electric relying gas appliances. That seemed to have been a hot button topic here on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text line. Person from Lackawanna texting in. Apartment building near Route 5. They lost power Friday at 8.30 p.m. Still don't have power back yet. That is very concerning. And this sounds like it's a national grid customer. we got to get on that. I mean, I would imagine that that will be resolved very, very soon. Uh, person asking for updates on travel bans. I will have that momentarily. Let's just do it now. Current travel ban situation here in western New York. The only municipalities left on the list are the city of Buffalo, Lackawanna, and Cheektowaga. The rest of Erie County is under a travel advisory. But keep in mind that Erie County is still under a state of emergency. So as much as you can go out, you can travel around, keep your travel to important stuff only. If you need to go to the grocery store tomorrow to grab food, go for that. If you need to go to the pharmacy to grab medicine, go that. Don't go to a department store and return that scarf that your grandmother got you that you don't like. Keep it to important tasks. If you need to go check on a family member, if you need to go check on a friend, do that. Not not have like a Christmas party, but do essential things only because there's still a lot of work that the plow crews need to get done. There's still vehicles out there stranded. There's still snow piles that need to be taken care of. I drove in from Wheatfield to Amherst, and I was a little concerned when I drove down North French Road. Um, Sweet Home still in a little bit of a, a rough situation. So keep it in mind, only essential travel. It'll be fine in a couple days. Just be patient. I know it's difficult. I know it's hard. I know you are probably bored out of your minds, but be patient. Let the crews get the work done. Be safe. Get the stuff done you absolutely need to get done and then go back home because you're just causing a problem for these work crews by being in the way. They need to get their jobs done and everything will work itself out. So please, 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 just be patient. We're almost through it. Just be patient. The Buffalo International Air Buffalo Niagara International Airport is closed until Wednesday morning. That was extended out. If you are a Sabres fan, aren't we all? Tomorrow night's game has been postponed because the team cannot get out and get to Columbus. So check the Sabres website about rescheduling information for that. Tomorrow morning, Wegmans scheduled to reopen. Tops open back up today. The majority of stores, some of the stores in Erie County have not opened back up, but it's nine o'clock at night. I don't think you're going to go to tops at this point in time. So wait till tomorrow morning, but make sure you check on tops website, check on Tops social media feeds to see which stores are open. I know they were in good shape in regards to getting most of them open. Wegmans reopens tomorrow. And just a little, some words of advice for you. When you get it, when you wake up in the morning, you jump in your car, you head to Tops, you head to Wegmans. I'm not going to say keep your expectations low, but keep in mind that more specifically with Tops, their distribution center is located in Lancaster. So they are going to have a hard time getting workers in to load trucks to get the trucks out to the store. So that store that you go to may not be fully stocked. You have to be patient. Get what you need to get and get out. 
If they don't have that flavor of Doritos that you want, don't get mad at a clerk that came into work. If they only have green grapes and not red grapes, don't yell at that produce clerk and be frustrated with them. It's not their fault. It's part of the whole travel ban. It's part of logistics. It's part of getting the staff there. And be nice. If you're going to go to Tops, you're going to go to Wegmans, get your grocery shopping done, be nice. These, these people are going through similar situations that you have gone through. They might not want to be at work. They might have a situation going on at home where they still need to get snow out of their driveway. They might have a family member that they're worried about that still has their power out. So when you get ready and go to the grocery store, please keep their feelings in mind too. Be polite. Give them a smile. Maybe even say, hey, thank you for coming into work today because you're making my life easier by being there. So please keep that in mind. We are the city of good neighbors and we are the good city, the city of good neighbors for a reason. Not when it comes to the looting that mayor Byron Brown had talked about, but that's just a small section of the population concerning story that came out of the city of Buffalo from mayor Byron Brown about businesses being looted in the downtown Buffalo area. Not a good look. And um, I hope those people will be better, but we will talk about more of that down the road. Right now, we have a couple of calls to get to. Let's go to Ron in Buffalo. Ron, what's going on in your neck of the woods this evening? Well, what's going on with me? I had an issue where my water pipes froze. It's a, uh, where the shutoff goes into the house, so you got to be shut off at the curb. So I called the city of Buffalo Water Department to see if they can get somebody out there to shut it off at the curb. He tells me to call a plumber. I said, there's a driving ban. He said, well, I doubt the cops are gonna stop a plumber from going to your house. So my, my, my thing is this, Kathy, Mark pulling cards, and Mayor Brown always get on and blame people about being out in the roads and blocking everything up all the time. But meanwhile, people like the city of Buffalo employee, that's their job to come shut something off, tell me to get a plumber. And, and, and you know, this is just getting old. Right, right. It's just getting old. I mean, what are we doing here? You say one thing, but do another. Yeah, Ron, and we have gotten a lot of those sentiments here today on the radio station. A lot of people very dissatisfied with the leadership or lack thereof when it comes to the governor, the county executive, and the mayor of Buffalo. And what you just told me is very concerning um, that, you know, was just kind of, I'm not going to say neglected, more like just pawned off and, and kind of sent down the food chain and just, you know, you're on your own in this one. Um, I would hope that somebody would have a little more concern and consideration for somebody that's in the situation that you are in, and I, I'm not not happy about hearing what you just told me. Yeah, I'm not happy about it either, because here's another issue I wanted to bring up to you. Out of all these conference and news things that they had, not once that they're, they're about people leaving their house and they're tired of this, but listen, you're stuck in a house for 48 hours without no power in that. Your food goes bad in your refrigerator, and, and nobody, like I had a generator. I've been out of power for 72 hours. I have a generator. I can't even go get gas at a gas station because of the driving ban. Well, how do they expect me to keep power in my house? 
but they don't even issue that. They don't even offer a service to send somebody around to ask these people if they can get gas or can we help you with gas. I just think it was poorly ran, man. That's all I'm saying. No, Ron, I I 100% agree with you. That is a great call, and um, I wish you the best of luck with your situation with the water pipes, and and I appreciate you listening. All right, thank you, and I appreciate your time giving me. No problem at all, my friend. Great point brought up by Ron there. And um, this is a entirely different show for an entirely different day, maybe for an entirely different part of the year. But when you put out a blanket statement, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it, and I didn't want to do it, but I'm going to go back to COVID. I'm going to go back to the pandemic. I'm going to go down to the, back to the shutdowns for two years. When you just put out a blanket statement that this is how it is and there's no workaround and this applies to everybody. Ron brought up a very valid point that there is a driving ban, but if I have a generator and I can go out and get gas, why can't I do that? If I can safely do that, if if Ron had the ability to get out of his driveway, if Ron had the ability to safely drive down his road and go 20 miles an hour to get to a gas station that's around the corner, would that? how would that apply to the driving ban when that's an essential function that he's going to need to ensure that he gets through this ordeal through the blizzard. So Ron and Buffalo, great call. Appreciate you calling in. That leaves a line open for you. We still have about 30, 40 minutes left in the show. I want to hear from you right now. Let's go to Lou in the North Towns. Lou's, Lou's got some stuff about snow cleanup. Lou, what do you want to talk to me about tonight? Pasquale, como se va? I can speak that, Italian, but right now um, I'm not. I, ex- no, I heard I heard earlier someone used some Sicilian, so I just said, uh, you know, hi, how are you doing? Anyway, yeah. I think I have a bunch of answers here, and um, I want to be nominated as the Snow King. There we go. After I have, have okay, where is the three-inch three-ring binder that's in the bottom of every executive, town supervisor, head of the highway DPW? Where is the three-ring binder that says on the label, it says snow emergency keyword protocol. Here's the protocol. When this happens, here's what gets implemented. These fire people, these law enforcement, et cetera, et cetera. And that gets implemented wherever the snow emergency is. Erie County, Niagara County, both counties, South Towns, North Towns, where at least there is a plan in place. And the reason I say a three-ring binder is... This is not the first time that it snowed in western New York. Yeah, it was a catastrophic type of snow that we had here, uh, classed as a blizzard. But New York's had blizzards since the time of the first politicians, since the time of the Native Americans. So there's been plenty of time to create a three-ring binder of protocol. Now, I'm going to suggest a couple of them, and they're probably not going to be popular. But... um, the fellow who called just now, Ron, he had very valid points about the, what I would call a catch-22. You're, you're darned if you do, you're darned if you don't. I need a plumber, but the plumber can't get here because there's a driving ban. Okay, and the driving ban is something that need, needs to be in that protocol book, and it also needs to have its own protocol. If you're Ron and you're out and you have to do this, then you have to, and not just run, but anybody that hops in a vehicle and heads out when they've been told not to, when they've been warned, you run the risk of forfeiting your vehicle if you're out for a stupid reason. If the public knew that at all times, like as of today, this is the new rule for everyone in western New York or wherever there's a snow emergency. 
If you go out in your vehicle for whatever reason, you better have in mind something that's called self-rescue. Because at the time of an emergency, if you're out there and you get your vehicle stuck or you're out in freezing weather and you did it to yourself, then you better at least have a plan in place. You better have things in your trunk and, you know, that sort of thing. Running out for gasoline to keep a generator running, if that generator is powering, you know, your furnaces and, and or some elderly person's house, that's great. But, you know, to power your widescreen TV because you, your cable is still connected, that's not such a great idea. As far as electricity goes, and, and unfortunately... Fortunately and unfortunately, we live in a power production area that produces a vast amount of electricity that goes, you know, in the northeastern United States. But unfortunately, we can't keep our own power turned on. And the reason for that is because we have all these overhead lines. It's it's absolutely unpredictable where a branch is going to come down and pull a power line down and short out a transformer, et cetera, et cetera. When there's storms and heavy snow and ice accumulation it's not the first time that's happened either so here's here's another idea for protocol the government will sponsor oh my god sounds socialist but the government will sponsor a program where every household that needs it have you seen pasquale have you seen or heard about these portable electric power supplies i have not no it's the size of a large toaster it's got a handle on the top you charge it up Basically, it's a big battery inside of it, but it has receptacles on the outside. It's it's a single unit that you can plug two 110 outlets in it. You can charge your phones. It lasts for a day or two or three, maybe five. I'm not sure, but they're available. They're out there. Campers use them. Um, you know, people that have remote locations or they want to build something out in the woods or a new construction site. It's the perfect idea for it, it, there's no generator, so there's no gas needed. There's no fumes. There's no hazard. There's no danger. If somebody had an oxygen pack that they needed to power, this thing would power it throughout the disaster. So instead of having these unfortunate situations where people are turning up, kind of because they're just not well enough prepared, I, I always learned that hypothermia is the killer of the unprepared. People that, you know, they're just not, they're not dressed right or, they haven't made a provision for heat or, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So I think I've covered most everything here, but I like the idea of um, uh, the forfeiting your vehicle. If, if the public heard that enough times in the press and in the news and on the radio, and they said, hey, you know, here's a new rule, or here's a new law in New York State. If you go out in a snow emergency or you go out during a natural disaster, you run the risk of forfeiting your car, just like a drug dealer. The government takes it, we auction it, you lose. We'll that's stop a, you in this. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's a great point, Lou, because I, I brought this up with a previous caller. Is um, I think they, they referenced that maybe Mark Polenkar should have said that a lot earlier than he did in regards to the, the driving ban, and people weren't aware whether or not to really take it seriously. But every action should have a... a equal reaction or a ramification or a repercussion uh more you could probably say that more eloquently than i just did but yeah that like having an actual having an actual penalty an actual fine if uh you know a town officer pulls you over this is this is what it is then people might take that travel ban a little more seriously than just oh yeah i'm just gonna just gonna take out and galley van around 
Well, the, for the instance of Ron, who was a plumber, I think he said, or he called for a plumber. Um, if on the way to the, to his uh, service call, if his vehicle breaks down or he gets stopped, then he would be able to prove to the police where he was headed to and, you know, and why it happened. And, you know, that's, it would just eliminate so many of the joy riders or the rubber knuckers that want to see how far they can go. You know, those are the irresponsible people, someone like Ron who's in need or someone who's out there providing a service, you know, they, they should be commended. And, um, the people that are dumb and irresponsible, if they get in a jackpot, I, I, I just feel that, you know, they've put everyone else in, in danger, blocking roadways or whatever the case may be. So lose your vehicle. Now, if everyone realized, hey, if I screw up, if I get stuck, you know, I run the risk of losing. If I get stuck and I'm trying to help somebody and I can prove it, I'm good. I'll, you know, I'll be given grace. But if I get stuck out there because I was going to get gas to power my generator to watch my widescreen TV, I didn't see the Bills game because, you know, just like everyone else, something was broken. It was either it was the wires out there somewhere, but you, you follow what I'm saying, Pasquale. I yeah, know you do. 100%. And um, I, I think that if people were aware that that's the risk, like like I said, start that as of midnight tonight. And then the next snow emergency, if you get caught out and you don't have a good reason, you could get your car taken away from you. That If that became known, if that was just a – Part of the protocol that's in our three-ring binder. Anyway, all right, I thank you for your time. I thank the radio station for, you know, providing this great public service. Uh, you're the only guys that I've listened to since this started because everything's been out. So have well, a great one. Thank you, Lou. Appreciate you listening, and great call to end the half hour with you. You have the best uh, New Year you can. Okay, you too. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. Lou in the North Towns ending up this segment of live and local coverage of the Buffalo Blizzard of 2022. Going to be hard to follow that call. Great call there by Lou. This is Pasquale Majori. It is 926, and we are going to go to the bottom of the hour news news update here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. All right, welcome back. One half hour left to go of live and local coverage of the Buffalo Blizzard of 2022. My name is Pasquale Majori. 
the man behind the glass, the producer of the show, Lucas Buckley, is here with you as well. We have to catch up on some phone calls. We have to catch up on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. But before we do that, this is the last half hour of live talk for the evening. After we go off the air, you can keep up to date with go, with, with what is going on at WBEN.com. If you're on Twitter, follow us at WBEN. Long story short, the only places where the driving ban is still in effect is the city of Buffalo, Lackawanna, and Cheektowaga. The rest of Erie County is under an advisory, so be smart when you travel and consider that the the Erie County is still under a state of an emergency. So please be smart when you travel. The airport closed until Wednesday morning. Wegmans will reopen tomorrow. Tops open most of their stores today. Uh, just check both websites and social media feeds for the latest news on those openings. The Buffalo Sabres game, which was scheduled for tomorrow night, has been postponed because of the Buffalo International Airport and a very sad, sobering stat to come out of the blizzard as we are currently at 27 deaths, which was reported by County Executive Mark Polencars in an earlier press conference. So what I did before we started the show, I said I wanted to talk to as many people as I possibly could about what is going on in their town. So I went down to the Odyssey Communications boardroom and I stole a bulletin board out of there. I brought the bulletin board into the talk studio. It's over here to my left-hand side. I then grabbed a map of Erie and Niagara County and I'm referencing a movie that took place back in 1985 called Mask, which was which uh, Cher, Sam Elliott, and Eric Stoltz starred in. The main character, played by Eric Stoltz, Rocky Dennis, had a map in his bedroom, and he had a handful of uh, pushpins, and he would pushpin each town and city and country that he wanted to visit. I believe it was on a motorcycle. So I'm doing that. With this map of Erie Niagara County, anybody that calls in from a different town or village, I am marking them on the map. So far, we have representation from Amherst, Albion, Cheektowaga, the city of Buffalo, Getzville, Grand Island, Marilla, Riverside in Buffalo, Clarence, Lewiston, Niagara Falls, and Lancaster. If you want to call in and you're not on that list for a town, please call in so I can fill up my map. But we are going to start out by going to Mike and Amherst, who's been on hold through the break. Mike, what's going on in Amherst? What do you want to add to the show this evening? Uh, hey there. Uh, thanks for taking my call. It's the first time I actually tuned in, um, so I appreciate it. No problem at all. Thanks um, for calling in. Hey, um, I'm quite disappointed Uh with government in general, but uh, the whole Erie County, uh, Mark Polencars, uh, my God, Kathy Hochul, they are, they don't do a good job because they don't understand um, reality. Now, the points that were made by the previous caller to, um, you know, generators, you know, so people can watch the big screen TV. Just so you know, I, I live in Elm. I was um, driving through Amherst, and I called you. I was delivering firewood to a friend of mine. So he hadn't had electricity in three days, and he has a, uh, a rental property on his house that is frozen solid, baseboard heat, and he relies on that to pay his bloated taxes in Amherst. Um, he's freezing. Um, he's not in the best of health. So I dropped off firewood because he has a wood stove. I'm in a four-wheel drive vehicle. 
um, and I drive very safely. So I was out helping him, and I waited till the, the ban was up, whatever. Now, when people start saying things like, you know, people need their generators so they can watch TV, that's actually not the case. There are people that are freezing in their homes. They're not like Hochul, who lives in a free mansion that we pay for. They're not like polling cars, who I'm sure whose street gets extra attention. He could have done his press conference via Zoom or satellite or something, but he was on the road. Hochul was on the road. Um, People need to understand that there's a human element here, and government does not have solutions. Private citizens have solutions. In the city of Buffalo, we've had snow for hundreds of years, yet we still can't clear snow. This this was forecast. There were plenty of warning. You know, why don't we have more pickup trucks with the V plows? Maybe Poland Cars or Byron Brown or Hochul can understand what a V plow is so they can get down side streets. Um, maybe they should, instead of paying 200000 plus in overtime to Bernstein, maybe we could use that for snowmobiles for the city of Buffalo so people aren't dying in their cars. Now, thir- almost 30 people dying in a snowstorm, that's unacceptable. People aren't joyriding. There were people that were at work. They have to work or they're going to lose their job. They're on their way home to get to possibly a child, a pet. Maybe they need medication. These people aren't joyriding. You're in a storm. And you know what? If people are stranded in their cars, yeah, we got to get them out. For Poland cars to be so arrogant, and he is. He's an arrogant person. He doesn't follow the rules that he makes. He proved that during COVID while everybody was locked down, while he was having golf outings with no masks, while he was having parties in the raft building with no masks. These are documented. While he's ice skating, while kids are told they can't ice skate, Poland cars has absolute zero credibility. Hochul's worse. What does this woman do? What, I mean, she's blaming this on climate change. People don't want to hear that. This, it snows in Buffalo and it's cold in Buffalo in December. They're brainwashing people. They were unprepared for this storm. You don't call in the National Guard. You have the National Guard here two days before the storm. You have things stationed. You have snowmobiles. That's how the private sector handles things. They know what the problem could be, and they're prepared. The city of Buffalo is never prepared. Erie County can't possibly be prepared. Polling cars is running it. And I have a lot, I take a lot of issue. They're going to seize assets. They're going to take somebody's vehicle. You know why they're looting in Buffalo? Because there's no repercussions. And Kathy Hochul's responsible for that because of this bail reform. People don't understand. We have problems because of government, not because of people, but because of government. And Hopel in Poland cars, they should be investigated for the number of deaths. And this storm that touched so many states, when you see what the percentage is and where people died, Buffalo is going to have a higher number of people that died. Why is that? It's because Poland cars and Hochul are unprepared to handle a realistic situation that could have been handled by the private citizens. They told people with snowmobiles to stay home because they don't know the streets. People with snowmobiles have the proper gear. They know how to use it. They can help rescue people. But the government took charge. And you know what? Now there's almost 30 people dead. And Poland cars should not be lecturing anybody because he's a coward and he's a hypocrite. Thanks for taking my call. All right, Mike and Amherst with a call criticizing government leadership. And we have heard that a lot today on the station. 
We want to kind of keep it towards what you're experiencing in your town and city. We can open up that conversation maybe a couple weeks down the road, but let's just get through the storm. Let's see what happens. But again, we have heard that from a lot of different callers, a lot of different text messages today that have came through the station criticizing Governor Hochul, County Executive Policars, and Mayor Byron Brown. Something to discuss, not tonight, but we can definitely revisit that down the road. Jerry and Getzville, you've been holding on for a while. Jerry, what's going on up in Getzville? Hey, thank Hi, thanks. Uh, really powerful and passionate stuff. And, you know, you were wondering how one's going to top the other. But anyway, this is kind of like a um, an add-on, if I, I can, an addendum to the two callers ago uh, with the um, uh, uh, the um, machine uh, for energy to get new batteries for whatever. Um, I th- and, and how uh, certain... Yeah, things that should be done by after this, and that is whoever's found looting, uh, that it's a more important, I think, and there's something more than just a fine or imprisonment or on your uh, return on your recognizance. Uh, they should be, and it's up to the Buffalo News, maybe they would make this kind of like uh, a statement that you will be on the front page of the news to shame them, whether they're, they go to school or at their jobs or whatever. This man did this. He needed to do that. He needed to get an ice cream he thought was open. Um, so that, but state uh, of city uh, can't really dictate what commerce does, which the Buffalo News, I guess, is. And thank you for taking the call. Yeah. Great call from Jerry there. Jerry, actually, a good point brought up. I don't know if we'd be able to put these people on the cover of the Buffalo News, but actually in my uh, Buffalo Bills season ticket uh, group text message, somebody sent me a screenshot of two gentlemen who apparently had taken a couch from an Aaron's rental store in the West Side area. They had a direct photo of them right like straight in the face had the couch up on a two-wheeler dolly i don't know how that was possible it's hard enough to drive in the snow it's hard enough to walk in the snow but somewhere they found a two-wheel dolly and they grabbed a couch from an aaron's rental place and that was shared on social media so i like the idea that you had about about putting it on the newspaper but i think if you want a wider reach you stick with social media and you get that word out there but great idea and it's just ridiculous with what everybody is going on, what everybody has going on here in Western New York. I understand in certain circumstances, desperate times call for desperate measures. Desperate times call. But the mayor, Byron Brown, had said it best when he was talking about the looters. He was talking that they weren't just going in there to grab formula They weren't going in there to grab diapers. They were going in there to grab things that they more specifically wanted. And instead of me paraphrasing what he said, let's hear Mayor Byron Brown from the news earlier on today. They're not looting foods and medicines. They're just looting items that they want. So these aren't even people in distress. These are people that are taking advantage of a natural disaster and the suffering of many in our community to take what they want. Yeah, it's it's a sad and it's an unfortunate situation. And I don't know, like, how you would deal with something like that. I mean, everybody, the police, 
all first responders are so tied up right now with recovering vehicles, finding people, um, sadly, in those vehicles, making sure that people aren't interfering with snow plowing, making sure that the things are taken care of, and then throwing this on top of what they're dealing with just to get through this storm. It's just, it's an unfortunate situation. And I, I the mindset of somebody that, that would do that under these circumstances is just, it's sad. And uh, the mayor said it best. That's why we played that little audio cut right there from Mayor Byron Brown. We haven't had a call yet from Middleport. Let's go up to Middleport. What's going on up in Middleport this evening? Yeah, we're fine up here at, uh, here in Niagara County. The roads are pretty good and stuff. My concern is for the people in Buffalo. And I said, I said we got Governor Hochul here. Why is it we can't contact Biden? Um, we got the 10th Mountain Division in Watertown. They got the track vehicles. Our people are dying. And this I've never seen a president who has no sense of urgency. He has no concern. He can find Ukraine, but he can't find Buffalo. Yeah. Good, good point, Marcus in Middleport. Marcus, how um, so? Not much snow up up where you are. I know I, I live in Wheatfield, Niagara County. We got a little bit, but not much in Middleport to deal with. No, no, the, the roads are pretty much in good shape at the moment. Yeah, I'm just waiting for the snow to drift our way, but we're pretty good shape. Well, that's good to hear. Thanks for calling in, Marcus. I appreciate that. All right. Another call criticizing the leadership or lack thereof that we are dealing with through this storm. Lucas Buckley, I teased something at the very beginning of the program, and now I'm going to get you included in the program. Lucas Buckley, everybody, one of the great producers that works here at Odyssey Buffalo at WBEN. Lucas is like Batman. Whenever you call him to be there, he will be there. They put the signal up? The Lucas signal, yeah. So I came in on Friday night to do the shift in the morning, 2 a.m. to 6 a.m., and I fully expected to see you because every time I come here, you are here, and you're always here. And to my surprise, I came in on Friday, late Friday night, early Saturday morning, not to see you. How did you deal with the snow? What situation were you in? Because for you not to be here is very concerning. Yes, well, I'm coming from Lancaster, uh, so we got pounded. Uh, I will admit I I was one of those who kind of underestimated it probably. right? I'm, nobody saw what was truly coming. Right, we that we got totally blitzed, uh, just a bucket of snow dumped on the entire region. Um, I will tell you that. Uh, so my room, I never took my window air conditioner unit out. What? So, <laughs> yeah. So uh, lots of snow got in the room. So an already uh, chaotic situation in terms of the temperature of my room it goes up and down it's either the, the hottest room in the house or the coldest room in the house and uh snow was just seeping in so i had to get bl- uh, blankets and bath towels to color uh, to to cover the window where it was uh sneaking in and it was just uh it was miserable couldn't see across the street i live on a pretty bu- uh, busy street couldn't see any landmarks so uh we got blitzed pretty hard Actually, I, I should apologize to you for that overreaction on my part because I'm thinking how you don't have time to take out a window air conditioning unit. But again, I said you're always here. So if you're always yes. working, how would you have time to to take out that window air conditioning? But I'm glad you're here. I was happy to I'm hear. I'm happy to be back. Uh, yeah, I was, I was hoping to see Josh. But hey, like Lucas is just as good. 
<laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I know you got you got a busy, busy week ahead of you here at Odyssey yes. Buffalo. And um, yeah, it was just, I mean, we had the crew here. It was myself, Joe Beamer, Jimmy Love, Jim Stelliano, Max Ferry was here, Tom Puckett was here. Down the hall was um, Zach Jones and uh, Evan DePasquale. And I don't think I'm forgetting anybody. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, we had ourselves a time here. I know Tom Puckett and Joe Beamer were here longer than I was, but after about 18 hours, I started to really like feel sorry for myself. I started to have like self-pity and like I just really wanted to leave. And then it was Tom Bowerly's words who really brought it home. Is like in our roles and our responsibilities is to keep the people informed, let them know what's going on. And, you know, Tim made the great decision. We are going live and local nonstop. We are covering every aspect of the storm. And it was just a very unique experience. And it's one experience that I'll never forget. I joke with uh, some people that I know. They're, they're like, they know I work here at the radio station. They're like, what do you do? I'm like, well, I, I work behind the scenes. Occasionally I'll do weather. Occasionally I'll do a news update. And they're like, are you ever going to get on the air? I'm like, well, the only way I'm going to get on the air is somebody's going to have to pass away or there's going to have to be a natural disaster. Now, luckily here in Western New York, we don't have hurricanes. We don't have earthquakes. So the closest thing to a natural disaster would be this Buffalo blizzard 2022. I'm wrapping up here. This is uh, this has been so fun having the opportunity to sit in and host. I greatly appreciate everybody who has called in. I greatly appreciate everybody who has texted in, everybody who's listened. I am done for the evening. We will be live again tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. Stay tuned at the top of the hour. We will have an ABC News update. But as always, you can keep track of what is going on with the Buffalo Blizzard of 2022 by visiting our website at WBEN.com. Or if you're a Twitter user, go over to Twitter at WBEN. You will see all the updates from the National Weather Service, from Erie County, from the city of Buffalo. Everything will be right there conveniently for you to grab, and you can stay up to date on the Buffalo Blizzard, Buffalo, blah, 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 the Buffalo Blizzard 2022. Hopefully tomorrow we'll have some more positive, positive news. We'll keep trending in the right direction, and we will get through this. I know the weather at the end of the week, we are looking to be in the 50s. So it's looking like we are going from a blizzard to flooding. So please be prepared. Let this be a learning lesson to always be prepared. And um, we'll get through it. We're going to get through it together. Days are getting better. And there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Just stay positive. Stay optimistic. We are the city of good neighbors. And once again, I thank everybody for listening. I'm Pasquale Majori. This is News Radio 930 WBEN. It is 956. We're getting ready for the top of the hour. Thanks so much, everybody. I hopefully will talk to you again soon, right here on News Radio 930 WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.